broadcasting from the third coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studio. This is the Hango Show. I guess the issue Actually, is every is champagne, champagne of beers. Yeah, not the banquet. That's, That's the, the original, right? I don't know. I think they uh, the champagne of beers. They've called every redneck with no mufflers to drive by the studio now that we got everything up and going. Can y'all hear them out there? Oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> that may have been me. I had new pipes put on the Honda. <laughs> Are you serious? No. That's like, really. <laughs> You still coming? Yes. <laughs> do, do you <laughs> do you want some banana ice cream? Homemade banana ice cream? No. Bananas make me violently throw up. Ouch. Oh. How dare you? Just oh, we had a whole discussion about Brandy and her love for bananas earlier. Mm. Yeah. She likes the shape. She just likes the tips. And the shape. But she especially likes to peel it back and then have the tip Mm-mm. it needs to be peeled <laughs> <laughs> no extra peeling huh Mm-mm. on that note how's everybody doing that circumcised hey. bananas it's <laughs> a new thing you got it yep good oh great man this is awesome with this on my massive head <laughs> well it Hang wouldn't on, stay man. on mine <laughs> would it hey everybody welcome to the hango show <laughs> This is your host, Tango Wood. Tonight, I got the boys back here, Harpoon and Jut, and I'm also invited Brandy to come along, just so we had somebody to harass for once, instead of taking it out on each other. <laughs> How y'all doing tonight? Great. Good. Good. So, yeah, there seems to be some contention here from... <laughs> After building a house over here. <laughs> we all are. I took all this, thing, all this stuff apart to take the Missouri with me uh, for Megacast. And, um, I, like I brought, I got that big case over there, you know, that all goes in that thing's like 70 pounds with all the equipment in it was not expecting that. Wow. Wow. I mean, these mics are two pounds a piece, but a lot of it was those, those mic stands up here. The old ones we used to use mm-hmm. two of those bases are 10 pounds and two of them are six pounds. They heavy. Okay. I was thinking probably half of it was your CBD stash. <laughs> <laughs> like a traveling salesman. Knock, knock, knock. How you doing, man? Some CBD? Ebles.com. Um, no, so I, I packed up all that stuff and took it up there. I got it packed up. It was on those rollers. Rolled it out to my car. Popped the trunk. Go to pick it up. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like I only had a lift gate for this thing. And then I had to take it out of that car and put it into Tink's car that Elantra barely got in that trunk. <laughs> Sl- slid it right in there. Um, so, yeah, then I got back here the other day and had to unpack all that and put it back together in here. I came in and <laughs> Mike's are standing straight up in the air because there was no tension from the mics holding them on there. It's just straight up. It's just straight up. That's going to be a t shirt one day. Wait and see. Uh, but, yeah, um, glad to be home. Glad to be back here with you all again. Uh, we had a good time up in Missouri. Uh, I got to see some, some good friends of mine. Uh, make sure I got all y'all turned up. Yep. So got to see Addison and Matt up there. I got to see Chris and Ice and got to see uh, my buddy Jay. Hattons, you know, I went up and saw him last year, recorded a show with him, with him also. And, um, we went like about three hours just talking about 
like finance stuff. He works in, in banking and finance. And so we had a really good conversation, just making the right move, you know, and not taking the sucker bets like Forex and, and, and you know, paying check, taxes, check your APR when you go get a loan, <laughs> things, things of that nature, you know. So, yeah, it was uh, we had a good time. Had a great time up there with those guys. Glad to be home, though. How y'all doing this week? Good? Great, man. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a really good week. I came by and see you. You were singing some the other day when I came by to get some pizza from you. Yeah, we were, we were fairly busy this weekend. We were, we were, we really were. And I'm so shorthanded. Golly. I'm just, it's just unbelievable. But, you know, um, I, I did start a new guy this week. Um, I started him Friday. And, I, you know, it's, it was good just to have an extra warm body yeah. in, in there, you know. Is he going to be one of those two week guys or one of those two month guys? Um, too early to tell. It's it's early. It's too early to tell. I never really bothered learning anybody's name unless they've been there for two months. Um, <laughs> I've literally had had guys that work for me, you know, and they were like, "Hey, man, I ran into old Henry over there at Walmart the other night." And I'm like, "Who?" They're like, "You know that guy, man. He worked here." And I was like, "Wait, somebody named Henry worked here?" <laughs> like, yeah, man, he worked here like last summer for a couple of weeks. And I was like, oh, "Okay, there a couple you go. weeks. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah, it's just too hot in the summertime. He didn't want no part of it. Oof. Got that first two checks. I was out. I'm out." So yeah, that's like, something Harpoon um, is is kind of notorious for. He pays his workers on Monday, so you'll show up for the weekend work, <laughs> not on Fridays yeah. or Thursdays. Yes, it is. That's you want the, this check? Come in on Monday. That's right. Yeah. That is right. Have you had to give you made the speech lately? The summertime speech? Oh, about deodorant. You mean do the? All right, boys, listen up. Oh. Let's gather around. It's getting hot out there. It's hot in this kitchen. Oh, where she used to work. Put it on deodorant. The thing is, he had people who came to work with no shoes on. He had to add that to his speech. Seriously, right? you know, Fred like Flintstone. Sandals and, oh well, the guy, yeah. I mean, now the, yeah. When I had a read a this oh. this couple, it was a husband and wife, and and they were from Louisiana, and um, they walked everywhere. They didn't have a car very first when I first met them, and they walked everywhere barefoot. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Yeah, you got no idea. And this was a big guy. Oh. Um, and um, he would look like your older brother or something, or bigger yeah. brother. Or something. Just a, you know, the resemblance was uncanny. Huh? Well, no, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, you got a big stature, and I mean, he was like a, a bigger guy like that. But and his wife, you know, could definitely have. She was, you know, cut out of the same mold, just a smaller version. And they had these Fred Flintstone feet, man. They were just damn. They had they had a callus on there about a oh, half inch God. thick. They, they, they were just damn. <laughs> And I had to make this image. I was like, look, bro, you got to put shoes on if you come to work. Oh. You're in a kitchen please, with food. Please put yeah, some damn Leave the hooker on. foot at home. <laughs> <laughs> got them Walmart feet. It's right. black on the bottom. Yes. Oh. Yes. And it was baked in, too. Oh, God. Yeah. They wouldn't have scrubbed Asphalt. It oh, hell no. You could have took a wire brush, man, and, oh. you know. Just break out the Dremel. You'd need, yeah. You'd have to cut up. Yeah, they use that at this place I go. A Dremel? Yeah, the little buzz thing. But not like an actual like. No, but it's made for feet. But it's you put the thing on. Right, the Dremel head. Yeah, the head. The head. Yep. And they just just like what you round up bananas or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A peeled banana man. It's got to be peeled. Peeled. So, have you had to give away the speech lately? Not yet. 
But I, I mean, because it's, it's, it's coming. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sweating season coming. It's still springy outside, you know. And last, just even earlier this week, we had frost warnings. So, yeah, which was fantastic, man. I mean, not the frost, but I mean the fact that we still have some cool. Weather. You got a couple more weeks before you just die back there. Man, I'm I'm grateful for every day that it's not like <laughs> 95 outside and 140 in my kitchen. You know, like the old building, we used to write the the temps on the wall. Yeah, every if it got a high temp, you know. Yep. What was the highest one we had back there? One nineteen. One nineteen. Yeah, I thought it was one twenty. It was. It was. It was almost one twenty. Dude, yeah. that. Well, one twenty was as high as the thermometer would go. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, it may You're have redlining that some. Yeah, it may have topped <laughs> out, but it only read one nineteen. Right. You know, it may have actually been higher. Yeah, it felt that. hotter than one nineteen back there a couple of days, man. Come into July, first part of August, it's just. Death back there. So you know, man, my first two years there, they wouldn't let me cut a hole in the wall to put an exhaust fan at the in. old place. Yeah, the old place. What? Yeah, no, no. Two years, two full years, I was there, and I would call them up and I'd say, "Hey, look, I, I need to cut a hole in the wall. I've already got an exhaust fan over my vent hood, but it wasn't pulling enough." And I said, "Man, I want to cut a like a like a I want to put like a one foot fan in, you know, cut through the center block frame. It puts the put an exhaust fan in, wire it, the whole thing." And uh, they're like, no, you can't because of your lease. You can't alter the structure. structure. Yeah. You can paint it. You can build a wall on the inside. You can do anything, but you can't alter the structure of the, of the building. So I was like, okay, whatever. You know, I was like, somebody dies in here from heat exhaustion. I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to lay it out there, man, that I did. All, I was trying to get this thing taken care of. It's your property. But anyway, so next door to me was this lady who had a dress shop. And, well, let me back up. The the business that was there be- beside me was a video store, right. you know, and they had gone out of business and um, they had given me, the, the real estate company had given me a key. So if anybody wanted to come and look at that spot, then they would just, they wouldn't have to drive from our neighboring city over to let somebody in, let them walk around, look at it 15 minutes. They would just come over next door and, and get the key from me. They could walk over there and look at it and I'd get the key and just hold it for them. This as a favor, you know. Well, anyway, the lady that was going to put a dress shop in decided that she was definitely interested and she wanted to do it. She'd already come by and got the key, checked out the place. So the people from the real estate company um, had to come over and officially kind of sign papers and everything like that. Well, they stopped by my restaurant to get the key, you know, so there wouldn't be an extra key just floating around. And when they came in, they're like, good Lord, why is it so hot in here? And I'm like, because I've been telling you, I got two ovens that are pumping 400 degrees in this concrete box. I've been trying to get you guys to let me cut a hole in it. She's like, what? I was like, it ain't even hot up front. I said, come back here in the back. Come on, come on back. Hey, yeah. when she walked around that wall, she goes, you do whatever you need to do. The, the next day, man, I had a sawzall. <laughs> Show no. Anytime I've worked for you or your brothers or whoever, I I mean, I know it seems like menial work working in a kitchen, especially especially like like at a like at a. Well, I mean, like at at a fast food or kind of joint. You know, you're like those 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 ovens, those brick ovens, put out so much freaking heat. Mm -hmm. You can't escape it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can kind of minimalize it. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, one thing Harpoon always did for us during the summer when I worked for him, though, was he bought the uh, the uh, icicle, the, the, long, the long plastic things. Popsicles, yeah. You know, and, and if you're hot, 
Get you a popsicle. <laughs> we, he get like the whole like the big gross thing. How many yeah. a week would you have to buy? How many packages? Well, I mean, I'd usually get at least like a hundred a week. So you know, bundles 100. of them. Yeah, yeah the, the big, big ones. Yeah, the big bundle of a hundred. Flavor ice. But there was always like more than one bundle, man. That you know, in the deep freeze, you know, I mean, I'd buy four or five at a time. But we'd go through about a hundred a week. God, we'd yeah. tear through those things. Yeah. Damn. There is yeah. no other kind of heat that you can compare to kitchen heat. Mm-hmm. I mean, just there's nothing. There's no air moving. I mean, you might get lucky if you have the fancy vent hoods that have the around the edge that has a a little bit of air coming out. You know, where you everybody can kind of move out. Most kitchens I've worked in, though, have been all compact, tight, galley style. You know, Um, for speed, though, man, that's what I like. It works for speed, yeah, but not for comfort. It's not for the faint of heart. No, you got to be a badass in there and and be able to handle it. Yeah. yeah, we went up to Missouri, uh, went by, and we ate at Matt's place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, shout out to Matt. Thanks. For this. It was a great dinner. He, he had um, morel mushrooms that he had, like, thin sliced and then fried them as appetizer. Mm. Was it from the mushroom farm? It was from the mushroom farm. Oh, nice. Right, right down the street. Yeah. <laughs> Were they like and, potato chips? What's that? Were they like potato chips? Yeah, it was just like uh, like a deep fried mushroom, only he had, he had just, it wouldn't, wouldn't really, it tastes like a crab rangoon, if you want to know what it tastes like. It was, it was, it was really, it's not what you're expecting when you eat this thin sliced mushroom. It was really good. Um, he made, made me a beef Wellington and that shit was tops. (laughs) It was so good. I never had beef Wellington before, but he told me he, he was going to fix me one when I got up there. I ain't going to fight with you, you know? And, uh, Tink pulled up, pulled up, she pulled a pretty good prank on it. He, the first time we went up there, um, I had told him, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll love that woman to death. I would, I'd, I'd fight a circle saw for her, but she, I, I can spend an hour making the perfect steak, baked potato, perfect meal. And then she drowns all of it in high 57 sauce oh, on the steak, on the potato. I don't mean just like a, a nice once over. No, 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 no. We're, we're cracking open a new ball tonight, boys. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to use a quarter of it. You know? Oh yeah. And so she's a donker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the last time we went up there, uh, I think I've told the story on this. Before. He made a, like a really nice beef tenderloin, like on a, on a bed of potatoes. And he came out with this like au jus sauce to pour over the top of it. He had it in his, in his hand. He's like, and you want to pour this over the top of that? like Heinz 57 sauce and just stared her in the eye when he said it. And she looked at me. I was like, yeah, I told him how you ruin all the food for a year. She's been plotting his demise over this oh. stuff. When we were pulling out the parking lot. She's like, I know what I'm doing next time. I said, what? She's like, I'm getting the biggest fucking bottle of Heinz 57. I'm bringing it in here in my purse. I'm going to put it on the damn table when he brings us her food. So week before we went up there this past time, she spent a week trying to find the biggest bottle. She got a 20 ounce bottle of high 57 sauce. She finds this gigantic bottle of high 57 sauce, 20 ounces. You think how big of a a 20 ounce bottle of Coke is was that with the high 57 sauce. Totes it in her purse for a week. So she doesn't forget it. Okay. So she's for a week. I hear my purse is so heavy. This bottle is so heavy, but low flying plane that time. I think, Duster. <laughs> Duster. And they found, so they found us. <laughs> Addison, call call my attorney quick. Um so anyway, we get up there that night and she's on the way on the way to the restaurant, she's like, I'm trying to think how I'm gonna do it. I think I'm how do I how do I so he's probably gonna come up before we order to let us know what all he's got going on. Is any good chef would. 
And uh, she's like, yeah, I guess I could do it then. So we're sitting there. I'm ordering the beef Wellington. And he's got a, a honey glazed pork chop he's doing. Made with local honey, of course. Mm-hmm. He, he found an apiarist and has went and raided his hives, I guess. And so he was, comes out there. He's like, I said, when he, when he comes down here to say, hey, I want the honey glazed pork chop. And just say, would this pair well with it? And put it on. She's like, I got you. you know. And so she sees him come and she's like reaching down without moving too much and pulls this gigantic bottle of 57 out of her purse. And she's got it under the table. And so we're talking. He's like, tells everything what's going on, what all he's got going on. He goes, okay, great. Y'all got that? Everything's good. And she's like, hey, man, I got a question. He said, yeah, what you, what you need, Tinker? She said, I want the honey glazed pork chop. And he goes, okay, sure. And she goes, with this pair well with it? And she slammed this bottle down. <laughs> Matt throws his hands in the air and ran away. He didn't really run away. He made an entire circle around the restaurant to get away from her. <laughs> he went all the way around. But yeah, when I went to, uh, I said all that to say this, went to the restaurant this, this past weekend and um, went back to the bathroom. And the men's bathroom is right across from the kitchen. And when I came in the bathroom, I see these guys and they're all like my size and they're like conjoined. looks like they're shoulder to shoulder working that line. You know, I'm like, holy crap. I don't like anybody touching me when I'm hot. I could imagine being cramped and all these guys, you know, yeah. just working their ass off. Cause they were pretty busy that night when we got there. And I couldn't imagine what it's like working in a, a high end restaurant like that. Well, I guess you get a little bit more time. You have more experience with that than I do. Brandy. Because yeah. people are people are, are enjoy, really enjoying their food, not just tearing through it like some animal like yeah, I am. You have a little more time sometimes, but it really just depends on the night. If you're slammed, I mean, you're just trying to stay on top of your orders. No, pull it or closer. Pull it closer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways. Well, I mean, the places you worked, did y'all have like uh, reservations? Y'all had your reservations, right? So you, yes. you kind of knew what you had going into the night in a way. No, people didn't pre-order. No, I mean, but you kind of knew how many seats you Oh, yeah, many we knew how many have. times we were turning the restaurant. Yes. Stay, I'm sorry. Stay up here. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all my fault. No, um, it, yeah. We'd ha- we would have a little bit more time, but if you're slammed, I mean, you're really. Yeah, you're just trying to pump it out. You're just trying to stay on top of it so you don't get in the weeds. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, you know, when, uh, uh when sweating season starts. You know, I, we're doing, we have got so much flour in our kitchen <laughs> that, you know, you're just at a full body lather, oh, you know, within, God. within five minutes of being there in the kitchen, you're just completely, your socks are starting to get wet by one or two in the afternoon. You're just pissed because your underwear is wet and it's just, you're just so, and by the time the night's over, you got so much flour that is mudded and caked oh. on you. You know, there's been days where up to my elbow, you know, just slapping pizzas, slapping yeah. pizza dough. And every time the phone rings, man, you literally almost got to get in there, man, and just like surgically scrub down so you can walk up front or something. I mean, it's just. At least a good whore bath before you go after the phone. <laughs> you know, when somebody's coming, you get, you don't want to walk up front, man, taking somebody's food out, you know, with. <laughs> Covered in flour. Yeah, stuff up the elbow <laughs> and sweating and going, here's your food. Hope you enjoy it. They'll be like, what are you doing? You didn't touch my food, did you? That man's got cake for arms. That's right. him. Well, that could be a good thing. Cake arms. Cake arms. <laughs> I'm going to get some pizza and cake arms. <laughs> the newest DC super, superhero is cake arms. Harpoon. 
cake arms. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jig? You been busy this week? Well, it, no, not really. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kind of not as busy as I'd like to be. <laughs> so but what's no? It's been okay. It's been all right. But pull it back a little bit closer little... to you. I got you all these fancy mic arms. Get this in my face like a banana. <laughs> uh, I love you, Brittany. Oh, I know. I know. So what's I've heard mixed reports on the on the Pact Act thing. I've heard some companies saying they're still going to be able to do it. They really found a workaround. Have you heard anything like that at all? Uh, no, not, not really. Um, as far as the PACT Act is concerned, I know there's a lot of petitions out going, uh, but nothing solid, nothing solid. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's going to happen. I think, um, what we're trying to save now is the, you know, business to business. So I'm trying to shut that down too. <clears throat> well, they're making it really tough. Because, uh, you know, what drives the economy more than shutting down business? Right. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, so that, I mean, nothing nothing solid yet. We yeah. don't know. I mean, it's it's always up. And every day I go to work, I wonder, eh, I might be here tomorrow. But, yeah. you know, who knows? So, I mean, is the 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 overall thing just a, a getting product chip to you? Is that what the... yeah the thing is yeah. are you keeping a higher inventory to to just in case all of a sudden things start kinking up everybody you... is and it's making it really hard to get stuff this is causing a bottleneck is it again not? yeah uh yeah. but yeah i mean you know the online sales to uh you know retail consumers at their house is probably coming to a, a an end so um there's there's companies that say they're going to be able to do it, but I mean nothing's guaranteed. It's a it's a, it's a federal act. Yeah. So I I don't know I don't know the legalities of it, but it's not good for you know home consumers. Yeah. It's. Uh, do you have an online presence where people could go and and buy your stuff online? They couldn't even if I did. That's the whole, they're shutting down because it would be business to consumer. Oh, I and I can't. You, oh, okay, I no. thought that was in the still in the works. I didn't realize. No, that was no, 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 no. I could have up to this point, but gotcha. There was a there was still a lot of uh, red tape behind that, even with you know ID checks and and that kind of thing. Is there any limitations on how you can advertise? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I figure it's just like cigarette advertisement, is it not? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, the only thing really you have to make sure if you're advertising with uh, vapor products is that you have the warning uh, that covers at least, I think it's 30% of the advertisement. Yep. Uh, that says, hey, this product may contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Uh, some sort of, you know, just just a basic warning, uh-huh. you know. But that that's about it as far as what we have to warn people against, um, as far as promoting. Are you anything. doing Are you doing anything in the newspaper or any, no. or anything on no. anything online? That does nothing for me. Anything online? No. Like your Facebook, you're not doing anything or Instagram. I'll, I'll or? let people. My own. The only thing I use Facebook for is to let people know if the if I'm going to be closing the shop for an emergency or uh, if I'm you know vacation 
or anything like that. I don't I don't advertise any product on Facebook. I mean, is that is that a personal choice or is that something that's that a personal choice? I guess. Yeah. I guess. I don't know if there's a limit. I mean, you couldn't do that or whatever. No, you you can, uh, but nobody's going to see it. The the algorithms for vape shops on Facebook is next to nothing. Hmm. Yeah. What about you, Brandy? You've been jet setting this week? Not this week. This weekend, <laughs> I will. No, hell no. I've been working on taxes today to turn into my accountant. Fun. So. Yay. I don't got to do that. Yeah. Hey, May 17th. I'm like, it's just been looming over my head. And I'm like, I just need to do it. I need to, so I made myself do it. So where are you going? Hotlanta this time? No, uh, no, just got back from there. I'm going okay, to New Orleans. Just, uh, of course you are. <laughs> That's all right. I'm going to buy my house down there soon. What do you, really? That's my goal is to buy a place down in New Orleans. Wow. Just to keep dual, you know, go back and forth. I love it. I miss living down there. What do you miss the most? The people, the city? The vibe of the city. Yeah. It's the uh, history, the culture, the, you know, it's a small, like little, it's small, but it's the big city feel, or you can have a small community feel, you know. You that's can, one thing New Orleans does have is a lot of suburbs. Yeah. But and I would, I want to live in. You want to be in the city. And the Marigny or quarter with Marini adjacent is my yeah. go-to. And where, because I'm not familiar with it. I mean, where is that like in relation to like what you see? And yeah, French Quarter is where everybody typically goes, mm-hmm. and the Marini starts on one of the four streets, um, Esplanade. It starts over there, and it's the Marini is a lot like the French Quarter, but a little bit bigger. Like you have a yard, you can possibly have a yard versus. <laughs> You know, side by side by side and just have a courtyard in the middle, you know. Yeah, but your yard's like the size of a communion wafer, though. As long as Leo can go potty. <laughs> That's a non-negotiable is I need... My a- dog has a shit. I'm sorry. No. He deserves to be able to have a yard. He's had a yard. And, I mean, even if it's just, you know, the size of this table, he's got to have something. That's not right. So, yeah. whatever I buy that's going to be non-negotiable, Leo will be able to potty. Good. So, I mean, is, is, do, or do you have a lot of parades that go down that area? During that, during the Mardi Gras time, in the quarter? No, I mean, on, in, in, in the, the area that you're looking at. Yeah, they always have. You can do parades there in the quarter. I mean, I can walk like Marini adjacent quarter adjacent to the Marini means I would be able to walk a, t- a street or two over, and I'll be there in the quarter, and I can go where I want to go. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not have to get the car out that much, but I'm not opposed to living uptown in the Garden District. You know, I, is the story about how the Garden District became the Garden District true? Have you heard that before? Wait, I don't know. About the flood? I don't even Story know. goes that uh, New Orleans got flooded once and all the uh, caskets floated along with the water and they all kind of gathered up in the garden district. And that's the reason the... I mean, I could see it happening. Vegetation was so lush in the garden district. I mean, it really is bodies. beautiful. Oh, wow. It's gorgeous. Like, yes. I love uptown. I, I lived uptown when I lived down there. But as I've gotten older, and it'd just be nice to, you know... Get out and walk, but you can do that uptown too. It's just a completely different vibe from living in the quarter or Marini that's similar, or going uptown or Garden District, or even downtown or Lakeview. You know, do, do you feel safe in all of them? I I never felt unsafe because I'm I'm usually very aware of my surroundings, and I don't I'm not sounding like a you know butthole, but I try not to put myself in a weird situation. So I've not really had any unsafe feelings i saw somebody get shot at emeralds delmonico from my apartment and that was on saint charles 
Damn. So it that was in two, 2004. Whoa. Yeah. Kill them? I don't know. I know the ambulance and everything came. They were outside. Somebody shot them. That's a great lead into the news this week. Oh, fun. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is from NOLA.com. Oh. Man, <laughs> man in Chewbacca costume accused in... Accused in French Quarter stabbing in violent weekend. Sounds right. New Orleans police are searching for an unusual subject, Chewbacca. <laughs> police say a street performer dressed as the Star Wars character Chewbacca got into a disagreement with someone in the 700 block of Toulouse Street around 8.50 p.m. Saturday. The man in costume stabbed the victim. The performer's costume head came off during the fight. Jack Daniels' ad right in the middle of my read. The performer's costume head came off during the fight, a witness told the police. The suspect appeared to be a man, possibly in his 20s, police say. NOPD investigators released an image of the performer with the costume head still on. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking what? They're trying to identify him. The assailant was heard saying, (laughs) as he ran away. I I made that part up. The rest of it was true. That was great. I'm sorry. Everything about that sounds true, though. This is your typical Saturday typical night. New Orleans, yeah. I mean, you know. That is. Could you imagine seeing Chewbacca fight somebody? Could you imagine Chewbacca stabbing you to death? Well, that too, but. <laughs> you get to the. You know, St. Peter's like, how'd you get here? You, you don't want to know, bro. <laughs> I, got t- I got taken down by, by a mythical ape. I mean, he must have been super pissed off. Well, I couldn't imagine walking around in a costume. In New Orleans. And that hot. A full body costume. I bet it smelled. Yeah, like seven days of ball sweat, I'm sure. Oh, God. Well, you imagine how many times he was in the Millennium Falcon. (laughs) And it didn't hit warp. (laughs) That's got to wear on you. That would piss me off. Yeah, man. it It just makes me think that all this time, nobody's ever found a Bigfoot they're looking for the wrong damn thing. If they were looking for Chewbacca's, man, they'd be out there finding them left and right. <laughs> they're on Toulouse Street, New Orleans. They're yeah. everywhere. There you well, go. They're up there looking for them in the damn old, you know, in the evergreens. I thought, I thought Bigfoot was in, like, cold uh, woods. Bigfoot is everywhere, ma'am. How dare you? Okay. Especially I mean, I'm in not Oklahoma. Have, not you, have you ever there. listened to this show? <laughs> I know. Bigfoot's like our mascot. And in New Orleans. Do y'all know? Yeah. God, I look a lot like Listen, Bigfoot. And the Rougarou in New Orleans, the, that... the swamp, Bigfoot type thing. I'm telling y'all, I believe some of this stuff has happened to people before. You don't say. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Arkansas Wood Ape? I'm talking dirty to you right now. Don't, don't <laughs> do it at me. We're taking you home. Watch out, Tink. <laughs> I've got my Venmo set up. <laughs> You're going to need it. Go Only in. brands. <laughs> Let me find that, the... Uh, that was good. Thanks. Look at Jack coming live. Always. I, I saved all these news articles and they didn't save. Why are there two boxes of knives? It says knives and Reasons? Knives. You, want see, you want to see what this right here is? That's knives, too. No, that's guns. Oh, I know that's it's a gun. gun safe. Yeah, I this knew is that a was gun a gun safe. That's a gun safe. I'm just looking and I'm like, knives? Yeah. There's two boxes of knives? We got everything here. There's, a, bo- there's a box of throwing stars right there <laughs> over your head. <laughs> there's ninjas in the closet. <laughs> Maybe y'all can teach me to do the throwing stars. They look fun. <laughs> yeah, go play catch with them some of it. Oh, uh, no. Let's throw them at. Use your cake arms and. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 
chop foam, it up. <laughs> cake arms and foam hands. <laughs> Just hold your hands up. I'm throwing them at you. Yeah. Oh God, I cannot find those. Other new, I had some. I had some real bangers. Okay, here. What about say. Caitlyn Jenner We're announcing the run? For, oh shit! <laughs> announcing the run for um, California governor. Well, entering she, the race. She didn't get any attention for five minutes, so she had to do something. Good for her. I don't. That's I don't. It doesn't bother. You me. brought the topic up. I, I was you're just saying. Did it. you see it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I heard Gavin Newsom's also claiming to be transgender now, so he can make it a fair fight. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. That, that was that was from Babylon B. That was a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. You sent me something about my crypto. Oh, that's what we need to talk about. Your your. <clears throat> oh, I need to I need to talk to you about your. So you're retired now, right? <laughs> I'm self-employed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he talks about about your your Dogecoin addiction and tell you why you're wrong. Um, tell that to my forty eight thousand dollars I made last week. <laughs> And I got proof. Did you cash it out? I did. Good. Some of it. Yes. Not all of it. Do it now. Cash it all out. Mm-mm. Please, please. It's down right now. I'm not cashing out. I'm going to let it rot. Listen, it was like a $100 investment in 2018. I'm I, not messing with that. I understand. Wow. I really I do understand. Holy smoke. I did. I made $48,000 last I, week. I believe you. I was, oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> was it last week? Yeah. When I was in Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Here's a problem that with does. Dogecoin. This is my problem. Okay. Um, it has no market cap. Okay. Which means it's not scarce. No, I understand that. Yeah. And it's going to hit hyperinflation. And then it's going to go bad. And I, I don't want... I'm coming to you. This is, like, this is a... Safe space. This is a safe space Tree of, of love. trust. It's a space of love. Space of love. Tree of trust. I just don't want you to be the one holding the bag. Well, and I thank you for that. And honestly, I thought about like pulling an all. And I know you're smart. Ass. No, you're, you're a very <laughs> smart person. Agreed. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know and I appreciate it. You don't need me to manage your money. But I just didn't know if you if you knew it. it oh, no. I, listen, I didn't know if you knew I that spend, it was, it was, it was they're going to keep making more. There's no. No, I, they're, they're not burning theirs off. Like Safe Moon is getting burned. Like they burned a whole bunch already. Talk about Safe Moon too. Go ahead. Okay. I have Safe Moon. Listen, if Safe Moon will hit a half of a penny, we are all set. I got y'all because we go back. He's rubbing his eyes, but I'm just saying for a hundred dollars. I mean, it's, would you throw a hundred dollars at something? I, I do all the time. Exactly. How much? How many times do you go? You buy lottery tickets, scratch offs, uh, the champagne of beer. You know why not? Yes, and just. Let it try, you know. That's all I'm doing. I've got some dogs, man, but I didn't get in early. I got in and, okay, what happened with mine is, I call it dog coin, but whatever. Um, And I know I'm wrong as doge, but. No, you call it whatever you want. Yeah. (laughs) But in 2018, one of my friends had Robin Hood app. Not an advertisement. Because do what you want to do. But um, she was like, here, I'm going to send you this thing. Get a free stock or whatever. And I wanted to find the cheapest thing I could find at that moment. Well, you found it. <laughs> I found it, yeah. For crypto, to try try to teach myself and try to learn about it. And I f- really just kind of forgot about it. And then la- in 2019, I kind of like, yeah, you know, I would look and see from time to time. But ar- around, around the holidays, I think it started like, all of a sudden I started getting alerts like, hey, you know, it's moving. I'm like, what? I never expected it to do anything. I was just going to let it sit. 
Um, but that's what happened. That's why I have as much as I do because I got in super early. Wow. I bet, I mean, hell, for a hundred dollars back then, you probably got a million share. Or no, million. it wasn't quite a million, but I mean, but they were like super crazy. I'm trying to remember exactly. Like, Cause I have some, um, there's some in another account I moved it to because when Robin Hood was having all that trouble with the dog, I moved some to uphold. So safe moon, I know is a scam. Here's why. They got Jordan fucking Belfort to pitch it. I know who he is. The man who went to federal <laughs> prison for pumping and dumping stock. Pump and dump. Is the one who. I'm not selling. <laughs> I'm not Then you're, you're the guy he wants then. <laughs> no, I'm doing him. You know, pump and dump. I'm not fucking selling. When he does the speech yeah, I, I'm, on I'm, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, but please tell him you're going to sell. Uh, Safe Moon. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Let's see. When it makes me a little penny, I will. I also have Moon Pirate. It's a new one. I'm breaking it up because I had this money sitting in the wallet. Um, Eclipse, Safe Galaxy, Fox Finance, and Elon Gate. Now, are all those like just crypto coins? I have made so far on Elon Gate or Elon Gate, whatever you want to call it. I've made $100 has got me. Uh, I'm fourteen hundred. I've made off of them. They're all these less than a penny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fraction a, of a, a fraction, fraction of, a of a yeah. I mean, there's not one on here that I've not made at least five hundred dollars on. Just for throwing stuff around, and I play with it, and so I can. I mean, I check it all the time, so I'll pull it out. I'm gonna let the dog ride. I don't have anything to lose. Yeah. Gamble. I I. That's awesome. Peace and love. No, I, I'm always open to listening to stuff. I'm cool with that. It doesn't this bother me. This is not me. financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. J- just don't, don't, don't buy the hype. Don't buy the hype. Don't buy the hype. I haven't bought any since 2018. <laughs> <laughs> um, GameStop. Deep fucking value. Played, and that happened super fast. Played his cards. Uh, his calls he had they expired on... April 15th, he sold them and then took the millions he got off those calls and bought 50,000 more shares of GameStop. Mm. I think that's right. He's up to 100,000 shares of GameStop now. Dang. Wow. I think his average price is like $70 per share. Well, the dude, he, he's just, because he posted it, he posted on. On Wall Street bets, he said, "This has been my last update." Here, he posted on April fifteenth, showing that he'd sold his calls. I'm like, "You son of a bitch, you glorious son of a bitch, you did it." <laughs> I follow Wall Street bets too, on the Reddit. The Reddit, mm-hmm. yeah, the Reddit. Who did you say had the? Um, I just went blank. It's okay. What were we just the the coin we're just talking about? No, GameStop. Sorry, GameStop. Yep. Who were you talking about? Sold. A deep fucking value is the guy's username. Oh, okay. Um, I think I've seen that. He's. <laughs> I think I've seen him. Actually he's one more that on kinda, Twitter. He's one that kind of kickstarted um, Wall Street bets. Well, no, he just kickstarted Wall Street bets. Been around for a while. Oh. Uh, he's one that kickstarted the whole GameStop. Uh, thing. Oh, he posted okay. A, he posted a DD about GameStop and and kind of go. Of course, Michael Burry um, from from uh, the Big Short fame uh, before deep fucking value got on top. He had already started buying up GameStop. And he said he when GameStop was in 
free fall pretty much. He's like, I'm buying it because they've got very little debt. You know, I'm pretty bullish on them. They're, they're looking good. You know, people are mm-hmm. people are lambasting them, saying they're done. They're they're old, an old store. He said, I feel good about it. Sure as shit, man. I mean, people started gobbling it up. So what site are you using to um, trust wallet to buy and sell everything on with crypto? You can't buy every crypto on every format. So you have to figure out it's a nightmare to buy it. It's you have to buy it one place, take the address, change it to this wallet, switch it. I mean, it's just a lot, but trust wallet, um, Coinbase, crypto.com. They're all apps. Do you do Binance? Yes. Actually, you change, you take your money to buy BNB, then you switch it to Smart Chain, and then you trade the Smart Chain for whatever you're buying through PancakeSwap, typically. But this is not advice. Yeah. So I've got, I've got the Coinbase and the Binance, um, but I don't have any of the rest of them. PancakeSwap opens in the browser inside um, the app of. I know it will on Coinbase and Trust Wallet. Um, and you just type it in there and then it, it makes, it's like it goes in and makes the deal for you. And then it posts to your wallet. I think if that's the best way to explain it. I don't know. Maybe it, some other time, man. We, yeah, you, for sure. You just give me, me up, up to speed on that because, yeah. Um, yeah. Don't take my advice. I am not a financial professional. No. None of us here are. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, nothing just, ever lucky happens to me. Just the the dog, that was it. The, and because it's because I was trying to teach myself how to do it. Well, hit a lick, you know. You you got yeah. some money out of it. Oh yeah, and it was exciting, you know, because I didn't think I'd ever make anything off of it. But I mean, making even five hundred bucks was like, oh, you know. Well, yeah, it's like it's like you know putting a single penny in a penny slot machine and yeah, you know, five grand pops out. You're like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. And I have never done that. I think the most I've ever made at a casino is like $250 and the craps. Wait, it's crap. No. What's black or red? Roulette. 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 Yeah. Roulette. Craps is when you throw the dice, right? Yep. Okay. No, it was roulette. Okay. I'll give you a craps lesson if you want to learn how to play. Really? <laughs> is it like counting? Car- I always wanted to learn to, to that, count cards. Uh, craps is, <clears throat> craps is, it's, it's a game of chance. I mean, you're throwing dice. You know, oh, I, it, it would um, not bode well for me to do that. No, it's it's um, when I first started gambling, craps became a problem. Oh, okay. I I really enjoyed craps like a lot. I adjusted at me for a couple hours at a time playing, watching me play craps. <laughs> but did Jut win anything? Jut wouldn't play. He's like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bunch of assholes screaming. Another thing, I don't know what the fuck's (laughs) happening. (laughs) Yeah, that was. uh, But did you pass the bar that time? I don't know what that did. What's the pass line for? I don't know. One night we were we were playing, or I was playing. uh, I think we were at Harris or something, and uh, I've been. It was table was hot. I mean, everybody. It was a seven, seven. You know, hitting hitting the call, hitting the um, the pass. Nonstop, and uh, I was like, "Shit!" You know, I turned a hundred dollars into a lot more than hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Had a lot of chips in front of me, and I was like, "Let's find the girls and eat." I'm hungry and I'm drunk because I've been sucking down gin and tonic for the last two oh. hours. And so I was like, "All right, let's go." And we turned one of the one of the box man said, "Hey, you still got a bet on the table? You want to pull it off?" And it was like a like a nine to one bet. I'm like, 
I, let us there to get done. So we stood there and waited. It hit the fucking number. Ninety more dollars. I was like, well, <laughs> thank you very much, and let's go eat. You know, uh, but yeah, I, I'm with I'm with sports book now, like I used to be with crabs. Oh, all about it. Okay. <laughs> I find, you know, like, that that dusting of autism I have <laughs> comes out. Whenever. Okay, let me. Can I interject about sure. autism? Mm-hmm. So we have a friend. These two know who I'm talking. I think you do, Toya. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Toya. I think I met okay. her the same night I met you. I have. I really don't ever remember when I met you, <laughs> but I had a drinking problem. I've been around. Then. I've been around from the sands of time, baby. You always know. I could have drank you under the table, right, Jet? Tell him. It's it was yeah. a problem, yeah, yeah. But it's all good now. I, I don't drink as much. She can as still much. do it. Yeah, yeah I'm just I'm tired. <laughs> Give me the funnel. Yeah. <laughs> they funneled beer. I funneled vodka. Oh God! True. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on that. Yeah, but okay. So I saw something on TikTok because I use it for educational purposes. It's not just bullshit. Really, I like it. Um, and somebody. <laughs> This may have been bullshit. This I saw this lady talking about how she took an online test to see if she was autistic and she's diagnosed herself on the spectrum or whatever. So our friend that we're talking about is a licensed clinical social worker. So she's got she knows about this. So I sent her a message. I'm like, hey, do you think I should take that test? <laughs> she told me, hell no, to stop doing stuff like that. But she said if any of us would take that test right now, that we would all hit something. That's what's called a spectrum. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, but like we all really, especially our age people, we really would. So I think we can all say we're on the spectrum. Yeah, like I said, I've got a pretty, I've got a, a a fairly good dusting of it, I believe. I feel like I've got something. I know I was just diagnosed three years ago with ADHD, but I can't take medicine, the Vyvanse and the uh, or Adderall because it. Mess with me. I think Addison's got some CBD toilet paper, so you can calm your ass down. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to say that? Oh, the whole show. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, glad I brought it. You're welcome. Up for you. Yeah. I, 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 I've always wa- I always wanted to do. I got my first taste of sports book when we went to Vegas. Because forever, um, it's one place you could do it legally. Yeah. Legally, <laughs> was Vegas. I had a I had a pretty good taste uh, when I had my shop. Here in town, uh, I had a customer who worked with a guy who did work for a guy who was a bookie. Oh, okay. And he would bring me betting sheets like every Tuesday. Were they the duplicate sheets? Like the ones you can tear off? Well, it was like a it was like a card. Oh, but like okay. it was maybe like um like a six inch tall card, maybe four inches across, and it had all the college games for uh, Saturday listed. And all the spreads. And you pick the ones you want. And at the bottom had a tear-off thing. And you could put, you could, you could like copy your own scores down. And you put how much you wanted to bet. It's a parlay bet is what it was. Oh. And so you, then you tear the bottom part off. It had a number on it that matched the one that you were you're giving him back. Okay. So you had your own kind of receipt of what you did. And um, so I did that. And I've won a, a few times doing that. And... He came one Tuesday to give me my sheet. He's like, hey, that guy said that his boss said that if you ever want a marker, you would have to give your money up front. I'm like, no, it's okay. I, I don't want to be indebted to a bookie. Oh, no. <laughs> I, will, I will keep paying as I go. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I, I mean, I was betting like 50 bucks a week, 20 bucks a week. Like I was like 
putting five grand, right. you know, on the LSU game or something. Um, or with a marker, you might. <laughs> <laughs> and therein lies the problem. I've, I've always been pretty good about about uh, playing within my means, kind of knowing what's going on. Then we went to Vegas, and I could just walk into a beautiful air-conditioned casino, or got the sports book, and do my stuff and hand it to them. It was great. Well, now that we can do it here, holy shit. You, you do it online? No, you can do it at the casinos here. Oh, you can do it at the casinos it's, here. It's nationwide now. They, oh, okay. they, they legalized it nationwide. Oh, so like every casino like on, on the coast and over on the river, they all have a sports book. Every so, single one of them. And they are. Doesn't have it. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, you said. On the, the river. I was thinking Vicksburg, my bad. <laughs> I'm know. middle of the state. The river goes all the way know, to shut Minnesota. Up. <laughs> Look, I've too many of those. And I'll stop at Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> too, too many of those. I did, too many of those. Point, yeah. I did. And Oops. so, uh, Oops. yeah, if, if you want to, if you want to spice up a Saturday night, go put down a pretty good sized bet on a game you know nothing about. Because all mm. of a sudden you get really into who's going to win this Akron Toledo game, you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's see what happens. Akron Toledo. You know, and so, um, can you bet on anything, any sport? As long as they got it listed. Yeah. So like golf, I'm pretty I'm sure, sure you can. Yeah. 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 Figure skating. Probably they probably have something in the Olympics. Probably if I had to guess. Well, okay. well yeah, Olympics. Maybe an amateur sport. I don't know if they will or not. I don't know. Oh, so you can do Olympics? I don't know. I, oh, I've yeah, never I don't went know there. about Olympics. I've never seen credits <clears throat> on Olympics. But like UFC fights, uh, base, those get crazy. Baseball, basketball, hockey games. Uh, of course, NFL, college football, college uh, uh, basketball. Yeah, like uh, March Madness. Oh yeah, can, I know you, that gets you can big. Bet all those. You can go oh. broke real quick, March Madness. Yeah, well, there's always do you do the brackets <laughs> on the sports? No, no, you're bet- betting per game. Oh, just per game. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. will this team cover the spread? You can bet over under. Last time we went, you went with us to the casino. It, I, what I always do is, I'll make when I get there, like on Friday or whatever. <clears throat> I'll um. You good? Oh yeah. Okay, I'll make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I get there on Friday or whatever. I'll put in um. I'll put in my first parlay ticket, but I'll include a Friday night game on that first one. So if that game busts, I can always put in one Saturday morning. I'm like a real addict, don't I? <laughs> I can put in I one. I mean, you have it down to a science. I got to like. put in a ticket again Saturday morning on the games for Saturday. And so last time we went, it was Oklahoma and Nebraska playing. And Cornfield. I was like, oh, I'm betting the over. Because both those teams had zero defense. I know, like, I think Nebraska was running air raid. Oklahoma may have been, too, at the time. So it was just just bombing the ball downfield nonstop, you know. <clears throat> the over was like, uh, over-under was like like 82 or, or 83 and a half. It was, so, it was something just asked. I was like, oh, yeah, give me the give me the over. In the third quarter, it was like 53 to 42. I was like, good. <laughs> just like, because you covered that over, didn't you? And we were standing there going to get a ticket to go eat. The game was on, and they were still just flinging it downfield, scoring. Yeah, ended up being like like sixty eight to, to to like fifty eight or something. It was it was insane. They just kept running the score up. I was like, holy god, they just will not stop. That'd be a real fun game to be at. You know, oh yeah, I mean, to oh, be there, you know, with both sides, just a lot of we, scoring going. You like on. sports book, don't you? Are you used to? I, no, man. Well, yeah, I used to make games, man, but I mean, I I haven't I haven't in a long time. I've got some friends that go to Vegas every year to do the March Madness thing. They'll be out there all all week, you know, <laughs> doing the Sweet Sixteen or whatever it is. But 
Uh, no, man, I I, I, don't, I haven't bet games in a while. You've heard Artie, Artie Lang's story about about going to meet the bookie. Oh, <laughs> it's just like he, him, and a buddy of his would bet through this one bookie. <clears throat> It was during hockey season, so around this time of year. And uh, his buddy had found out that the bookie didn't check the scores in the, in, in the newspaper until the next morning. Well, like three times a week, there was like a three o'clock in the afternoon game. And so he would call the bookie at five in the afternoon if the game was over and bet the house on that game. It had already played. It had already been played. Oh. <laughs> so he didn't just do it once or twice. He was doing it every single week. Just constantly betting this already decided game, and the bookie called on to it. Yeah, and so like their go between was like, "Hey man, uh, he wants to see y'all." Oh, like, no. and he goes, "He goes, I don't think he's gonna do anything." He said, "But just be ready to get yelled at because it, it's it's gonna be bad." All right, so they gave him the address. It was like a McDonald's, like in Eugene City, New Jersey, or something. <clears throat> so they go in. They sit down at McDonald's. They both like a milkshake or whatever. The guy comes in. He's like, like a hat on, you know. <laughs> the guy sits down and goes, sit down, you two assholes. Listen to me. If I ever know that you placed another bet around me, anywhere near me, I swear to God. When he, when he sat down, he pulled his hat off and set it down and started yelling at him. And they didn't, they didn't realize that it was Ash Wednesday. <laughs> Here's this guy red in the face. He's like, I'm going to kill your mother. I'm, I'm going to kill your dad. I'm going to kill your kids. And, He's got this huge, smooshed oh, ash cross on his forehead. He's like, I swear to God, I'm going to kill both of you if you're placed in the bed around me again. This kept going on and on. And he goes, we're trying to keep from laughing because he's red in the face and like the neon lights from McDonald's are shining down on him. <laughs> and he had this huge black cross on his forehead. Yeah, he said that was that was like the hardest he ever, he ever wanted to laugh. He just couldn't. Just could not, could not laugh. He had to hold it back. Holy smoke. Yeah. God, what a gimmick, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell yeah, you can borrow money. money to make bets on that. Heck yeah. That, yeah those guys aren't legal. You know, it's like people who go and rob the drug dealers. What are they going to do, call the cops? No, they're going to call the cops. They're going to come knocking for you, buddy. Yeah. The cops should be the least of your worries when you, st- when you steal from a, when you rob a drug dealer. Yeah. They ain't worried about no cops. Yeah. Some of the bookies, bookies ain't worried about no cops. Shit. You ever heard, you ever heard of stories like guys up in New York like robbing a bookie? It don't end well. We hit up in the Hudson with some concrete boots on, you know. And I'll tell you, man, the other day I saw a yeah, uh, a documentary on Andre the Giant. Have y'all seen that? I, I've, mm-hmm. Have you seen I don't that? think I watched it. I heard about it, though. Good gracious. Yeah. That dude. It's massive, done. man. <laughs> well, I, so, okay, so one of the things that I, I saw was Ric Flair saying that one one night I was with Andre the Giant and he drank a hundred and six beers. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> it, one of his managers was there, uh, or part of the interview was. Uh, he would say, you know, every, <coughs> every night it'd be twenty four beers. You know, it'd be a case of beer. But then they would start and he'd start with the mixed drinks and you know have several mixed drinks and then, um, then they were bringing you know several bottles of. Yeah. And he would just, he would, they would be bringing, you know, uh, wine in by the case. I was just thinking, Whoa. I mean that. So one of the one of the trippiest things was is that while he was being interviewed by one of the regular wrestling announcer guys, he was standing there in his own street clothes, 
and he wanted Andre to take his ring off. So he took his ring off and handed it to the guy, and the guy put three of his fingers in oh his God. ring. Oh, my God. He, I think, I could be wrong, man, but I think he said it was size 24. I mean, that's like a baby bracelet. That's twice that size. That's, that's, a, that's a 12. Wow. Yeah. He had like, I think it was like 22 or 24 shoe and a 24 ring. Which network or which service did you watch that on? Mm, I, I think it was a, I don't know. It may have been a, uh, I'm, I'm not sure, but but they were advertising a, uh, a Rowdy Roddy Piper's next oh, video. Oh, his new thing. His, well, they, they were doing a documentary on him next. I'm not oh. real sure what it was, but this was like a, it was a straight documentary that they had chopped up and stuck oh commercials in the middle of so i'm not real sure what what it may have been espn or i'm oh. not sure but well, he's doing a like a like a whole series now it may have been A&E. like like talk, well, they're talking oh. like to former wrestlers like they need one like on on steve austin there's gonna be like a, a number of different ones on there yeah that's probably what it was because i think they were saying something about other wrestlers and, and having all that stuff but yeah they had hulk hogan on there and and all you know a bunch of the old school guys that was that was pretty cool. But Andre, man, I mean, that's just that guy's hands. You know, he would put it He's over. a massive guy, yeah. You know. I love a good biography documentary. Yeah, I like the weird shit. I like reading. I, I used to only read, like, like, fiction or whatever. And then, I don't know, I got a wild hair one time and started reading autobiographies and, and biographies. I, I especially like autobiographies because it's in that person's voice. They're the one reading it, you know, or writing it. Um, and one of the best ones was is Cash by Johnny Cash. Oh, read that. That that dude, that dude's life. Um, of course, Walk the Line was made, but that doesn't do. They, they leave out so much about his early life and stuff. Um, you kind of get a full picture of of what he went through. He lived with a lot of guilt. And it was mm-hmm. his brother died, and he should have been there instead of his brother. You know, or his brother got killed, fell on a saw. Um, and his dad was really vocal about that it shouldn't have been what was the brother's name they called jack, johnny jr yeah jack i think yeah and the dad made him like he kept telling him it should have been you yeah. not yeah. God, god took the wrong son yeah yeah holy smoke what a thing to say to somebody and as a kid and he's right you know he was like 10 like younger kid yeah. when it happened not like even middle school age I don't. It's been so long since I read that. I don't. Remember. That's the reason he went and joined the Air Force as soon as he could to get, to get yeah. the hell out of Arkansas, get wow. away from his family. Wow. You know, um, that's a really good one. I've read a number of autobiographies, autobiographies, and I enjoy those more really than any fiction because life to me is much better than any story you could ever make up. You know, some of the stuff people. The reason I like to have a, a different kind of batch of people on my show. People's lives are all different. Mm-hmm. You know. We all have our own little, our own little story we've we've lived through, or are still yeah. living to, you know. And so it's kind of wow. I know a lot of interesting people. Me, not so much, but other people that I know are a lot more interesting than I am. And the reason I started this to have the the bullshit talk, the serious talk, whatever it, whatever it may be. All right, some more news. Winning greyhound tested positive for methamphetamine. 
A greyhound? A greyhound. Dog? Yeah, like a race. Like They're a race. like, I saw one one time. It was almost as tall as I, I am. Yeah. Those things are like little horses. <laughs> They're freaking big. A greyhound trainer has been disqualified for four months and fined $3,500 after methamphetamine was found in one of her dogs. Last week, the Minister of Racing, Grant Robertson, and the Minister Responsible for Animal Welfare announced a government review of the greyhound racing industry. Robertson said he was concerned about track safety and cited far too many incidences recently where dogs had died or been injured and said he could not rule out shutting down the industry altogether. I don't even know where this is at. Country is this in? Ministry of some, so England? It's probably going to be some kind somewhere of... Somewhere UK? Or, or former UK, like mm. maybe India or something. So basically it's like, there's a lot of horrible shit going on in dog racing, but we make so much money, we can't <laughs> find a reason to shut it the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, it's... um. How did it not kill that dog? Or, a wing and a prayer, apparently. Yeah, I mean, it's... Wow. You can't give dogs grapes that kills them. But you're going, you're going to give them methamphetamine. But you can't give them bananas. You can't give them bananas. My dog don't like them. <laughs> wow. So are they having like just heart attacks out there on the field? Yeah, they're probably overheating and oh shit. Oh my god, I mean, that's so. T- that person should be put in prison. More than a thirty-five hundred dollar fine and a, a it, three months suspension. Four, yeah, four months well, I mean, if it was yeah. methamphetamine, they had to stop every four seconds to scratch. <laughs> so they weren't running races. Let's be honest here. That was cleaning your house, man. No <laughs> mowing your yard. That's funny. I, I talked about it on the Megacast. I don't, I don't know if I ever told you about this when we were looking for the house. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked to the realtor, and she's like. We've had the worst time with meth at these houses. I was like, really? She's like, yeah. I was like, like finding it. She's like, if I could cooking it. <laughs> what? She's like, yeah, houses I'm supposed to, be, supposed to be showing. People will break into them and start cooking meth in them. Oh, my God. Well, that becomes a whole ordeal, you know. Wow. And she said that she went into one and they had like toured. It was like on a conventional foundation. And they had toured the floor out and dug a pit in the living room. And build a meth lab down, oh my down God. the ground. <laughs> Dang. I was like, man, how do you how do you fix that? I know the state was like having to call in like biohazard teams when they would find a cookout like out in the out in the woods, you know, because this is so toxic they can't, they can't can't be around it at all. Yeah, that's that's nuts. But we've seen a, a pretty good fall off from meth around here. I would say, okay, everybody's going to. Going to pills and whatnot. Hillbilly heroin? Anybody? Are you mm-hmm. seeing more meth? I haven't seen any of this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hang around those assholes. I, I'm just uh, not, not anymore. All I ever see is crackheads. Damn it, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're old and tired. No, I mean, I work at night. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the ones I see are, are the, the skitter bugs running down the street, you know? <laughs> skitter bugs. <laughs> There's a guy that came bouncing in the oh boy. Uh, restaurant uh, Saturday. Oh. And I've got a sign that says, clearly, do not come in. But this dude just blasted right through, just came straight up to the counter and was like, hey, man, I need a drink. And for, it don't matter what it is, but all I got 75 cents and I need to use your phone. And I'm like, <laughs> what? 
He goes, they just let me out of jail, man. And, now, and, and they're making me walk. I need to call for a ride. I'm going to need you like, to leave, sir. <laughs> I, handed him a, I handed him a can drink. And I said, you got to get out of here, man. I ain't letting you use my phone, man. I go. And he sure did. He left. He left. But oh you're right, man. That was a that was a very that was a very serious thought that went through my head. I was like, dude, you are you're man. You don't be coming up to my place demanding any damn thing. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Hang on. Oh, wrong man. one. Now we had a. That's what I talked to the guys about. We were going up to uh, Missouri. The first billboard I saw going into. Have you listened to Megacast yet? Either one of y'all? Mm-hmm. No. Um, the first thing I saw going into Missouri was a billboard up and it said unborn babies for Trump 2020. So apparently babies have voting rights in Missouri. Every other billboard going through Missouri was think about the babies. That baby's got a heartbeat. Don't kill your baby. <laughs> I was like, man, you really care a lot about babies in Missouri. <laughs> it's every, it was every other one. It was either, Babies are turn here for winery. <laughs> That's the two billboards you saw. You know, like right here, you get like, you know, TV lawyers have, have the billboards up or whatever. But through Missouri, it was, it was the babies. Oh, and, and the signs to Springfield for the uh, precious, not Springfield, Joplin, the precious moments, uh, chapel. What is that? Precious moment. Remember the little figurines? Oh, Christmas? yeah. They've got a whole chapel. Are those still a thing? Wow. Don't know. I guess it is there. <laughs> I'm going to go to the chapel. Yeah. What's been going on? Anything? I know you got something. Nah. Yeah, you got it on deck. I saw the look <laughs> on your face. Oh, I mean, man. No, I'm good. Uh, I, it's been a, it's been a good a good couple of weeks. Um. Um, I don't really know, man. I, I mean, I, I, everything's going pretty good. I, I've really cleaned my house up a little bit more. Um, I've put some, put some, you know, a few more decorations and things kind of cleaned up and, and stuff. I'm, I'm starting to like my house a little. I mean, I, I've always liked my house, but, um, I kind of let it go for a while, you know, I, I didn't ever have any company. I didn't, nobody was ever coming over. I mean, it was just me and the fish. And, and so you, you like, had big mouth Billy Bass in there hanging out. Well, well, Columbus the Bass. And, and uh, so I Wait, what'd you call him? Columbus. Columbus, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I call him. He's got one eye. <laughs> Columbus the one-eyed bass? Yes. Where, yeah. Did you catch him? No, my brother did. He called oh. me up. He's like, hey, Wait, man, which I, brother? Mike. Mm. Makes sense. He uh, he called me up. Like, <laughs> he calls me up. And he's like he's like, hey man, I just caught a bass. I think it's perfect size for your aquarium. Oh, Would you be okay. interested in, in it? And I was like, yeah. So I met him about thirty miles each. We each drove about thirty miles. I met him. He had it in a five gallon bucket, and I brought it back to the house. And I had uh, and I I've got this big eighty gallon aquarium that just I had basically it it sprung a leak. I woke up in the middle of the night. And, oh, no, you didn't tell me this. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, so the whole way I got my tank empty in order for me to have opportunity to get this fish was I had it, and um, I had uh, just some um, just some random uh, tropical fish type stuff in it just to have some action. I don't really like tropical fish, but that's just what was in it. And anyway, um, I woke up the, one morning to go to the restroom, 
And then while I was getting up, I was going to go in there to get a bottle of water out of the fridge. And as soon as I opened the door to the living room, I stepped off in something wet. I'm like, what the F? And I flipped the light on, man. And every, my carpet, everything, everything is soaked. And I'm like, what at? What is it going on? You know, and it took me a second, man, to kind of scan the room. And then I see the tank and it's got about two inches of water left in it. And all the fish are puddled. They're all puddled up in one corner in there. And I'm just like, so basically 75 gallons of water. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, in my my living room. Oh yeah. So what? Oh what caused God. the leak? Do you know? Yeah, the uh, the the just the seam on like the seal on it. It just it oh, it just, just it wore down over it time. It just wore down over time. Damn. I guess. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. your fish die? Well, actually, man, I saved them. I, I, I that's the first thing I did was go for the fish. I, I went to um, and I uh, took a bucket and I was scooping the water out. I put it in. A, I've got. I had a five gallon. The five, you know, well, not that five gallon bucket. I had another five gallon bucket that I was filling up, and I scooped them out. I put as much water as I could in there. Ran an air hose over, and I got them out. And then the next thing I did was I took that tank, you know, and I just monkeyed it out. I mean, that you talking about having probably an inch of water left in it then, Oof. in this tank that's about the length of this table, you know, and I'm over there just. <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to take it out you know i mean i had to get it out of the house or what time was this like three in the morning oh yeah about like three or four in the morning <laughs> so were the meth heads out i don't know you might would have gotten like, one to help yeah recruit one for, for a can for, for drink a and a phone call <laughs> yeah so yeah so that was a uh that was an ex yeah so he calls me up and he's like hey man you want the fish i'm like yeah great because i had taken the tank cleaned it resealed it everything back in it and it was just water i mean it was just a tank it was flowing everything was back to normal and i was wanting to get i'd have i've had catfish before so i was wanting to get either catfish or brim or bass or crappie or something i want to get some local type fish to go in it and then mike calls me up and i so i went and met him and brought it back but when he hooked the fish the point of the hook went up through the back of his eye so whenever he unhooked Mm. him you know, he was he was bleeding Oof. out of his eye. Of course, we didn't know if he'd make it or not or whatever, but, man, he is a monster now. Wow. I had to buy a separate tank because when I was going to buy uh, goldfish, I was buying them. You know, a do- I started out buying a dozen goldfish thinking, man, that'll last a couple of weeks. I'd put them in. I'd wake up the next morning. They were gone. All of them. And I was like, okay, He's man. a predator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever's <laughs> in the tank, it, it ain't lasting long. I mean, I can't have a, like one of those little sucker fish that, you know, yeah. eat all the algae and stuff off. <laughs> That's going down too. Yeah, he's going down. Dessert. Yeah. Uh, Movement in the tank is danger. Well, good no, for Columbus. No placostomus for Columbus. No. <laughs> That's hard to say fast. What is, pl- what? That's the, the sucker, sucker fish. fish. Oh, okay. I didn't know y'all were into fish so much. Oh. I like what it. What you need to get for the tank is an alligator car. What? Oh, a little baby one would be very cool. No, you need a full-size one. We're going we're gonna to get you a swimming pool to put out back. <laughs> put you a big old gar out there. And you can feed Columbus to the gar. No, it's a cycle man. of life, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's going to, he will outgrow the tank. And he's he's pretty close to it now, man. He is so thick. So I had to buy a separate tank just for the feeder fish. So now I'm buying minnows and goldfish. And, you know, I probably got 20 or 30 of them in there. So I just I selectively feed him. You know, and man, he is so thick. He's just, con- he's just, he's got shoulders. Oh my God. He is. My fish has got, my fish has got traps. He does. He, I'm telling you, man, he's a, he's is he going to be drafted? 
Well, I mean, you could probably third round, start, probably third round, low third round. Okay. You could put a side SEC. This would be like a, a Mac school, I'm sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, have you ever called a gar before? Uh, no, but I've been around a few. <laughs> it's the most terrifying thing I've What's ever done. What's a gar? An alligator gar. It's a fish. Okay. It's got teeth. Oh sh. It's it's like I think a, I've seen its picture. It's a freshwater so barracuda in our area. Yes. Yes. yes I've <laughs> seen the photos of the. Mm. I can't. That, yeah, there's the, the regular sized, and then there's the little needle. Yep. Type. Yeah. Are those in the river that runs by yeah. us? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they are. They the, are. That all feeds. From the from, big from one. fresh rivers, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they, when you're out there skiing on that thing, or I, out there swimming mm-hmm. in it, man, there's probably catfish that are at least the size of your leg out there swimming close to you. No, thank you. And there's alligators. If it's not clear, uh, I don't want in it. And then there's snapping turtles. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Can y'all ima- oh. yeah, I cannot even. Are think you having about a meltdown right here? A on little my show? bit. A little bit. <laughs> Smith Lake. Um. And uh, near us is really the only lake I would ever get in because I could see. You can't see the bottom. That lake is I like see 400 enough. feet deep. I can see enough just to, you know, paddle around and get out. I don't like that. I need to, to be able to see. Like, I don't like certain Gulf Coast waters because you can't, you know, I need to be able to see. I love it, but I need to be able to see. Yeah. Fuck I agree. Beach. I hate it. What's that? Fuck the beach. Speaking of, yeah. <laughs> Jut and I took a He's trip saying. together many moons ago. True. To a little yeah. island that we like to call the Bahamas. It's, it's Grand Bahama. Okay, yeah. Because there's more than one. Grand Bahamia. Yes. And we went with some friends. Mm-hmm. One friend, no names, but she may or may not used to work for Harpoon. <laughs> there's a lot of grinning going on. <laughs> We landed at a hot pink airport. From, as, you, as you do. As we do. Grand Bahama. The, Go. Freeport that we all landed at? I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Freeport. Okay. I was already drunk. No. So, surely not. The flight home. I just tried not to throw up the whole time. <laughs> I think it was that much. Because you know when you take off and it gives you that pressure. Yeah. I remember just doing this. Oh, and no. I asked for a ginger ale. I don't even like ginger ale. I needed something. It was awful. But we, because we hit it hard the night before we came home. <laughs> anyway, but our friend, we went to, the, we got our ride to the hotel. And it was, this was in probably 2000. One no nine eleven happened the next month the next yeah month. the next month <laughs> August yeah we were there no, in August September, yeah we were there in August September eleventh like September. a few weeks later yeah. so we this old school limousine it was white like <laughs> pimp eighties Cadillac limousine with with the little spoiler thing in the shape of a arrow on the back yeah get that Ric Flair drip yeah yeah. Oh, the antenna. Oh, no. <laughs> the TV antenna. It had a real phone. In yeah. A, a, no, yeah. it did. A real, I believe you. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, we get to our resort. <laughs> the, the little arrow thing was like the antenna for oh, that, I for didn't that four inch yeah. TV screen. I just remember thinking, like, <laughs> yeah. what in the hell? Anyway, we had a friend say she was on a mission to, to, to find some stuff for us for the trip. You want to go a little deeper than that? What kind of stuff? We're talking about some herb, that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. I know if we were talking about, yeah, like rosemary. I know if you were trying to find like, you know, snow in the Bahamas or something. Oh no, no, no! Okay. It's all right as long as it's herbal. That was the co- that was our credo back then. Okay, Armand. 
so I didn't she, do it. So but, yeah, well, I, we I stayed with plausible Judd. deniability. So she's like, "Hey, I got this," and we're like, "She's I'm gonna be back in a minute." The next, you know, she was. Like, I'm just gonna walk around the resort. A minute. That's how a all minute. horror movies start. I'm back oh, in a minute. Oh yeah, and yeah. she just happened to be black. Okay. So it would be the sacrifice of the token black person. <laughs> <laughs> but first one to die. So she she goes. The next thing you know, it has been what, like eighteen hours? At oh my least. god! No, it was like no, is we're being she was honest. gone a day and a half. Yeah, we're like. Wait, see, if y'all travel with me, if you aren't, if, if I this was two thousand and one, I understand. But if I can't find, if I can't see you, yeah. like in a, two or three hours, we need to okay. start doing something. Yeah. Am I wrong here? Yeah, no, 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 Hold on. Been we didn't I mean, have we cell were phones. Doing things. Yeah, we were going to call her mom. You were Just, on an island. How far could she go? You could find her eventually. <laughs> okay, well, when there's Rastafarians involved, I mean. <laughs> Yeah. So, the people we were with, one of the girls was like freaking out, trying to call her, you know, wanting to call her mom and stuff. And we're like, at this point, we were freaking out. You know, it yeah. took a little while to freak out because we're like, oh, it's her name. Oh, it's just so and so. You know how she is, you know. But w- I mean, we really got, anyway, this bitch comes up a day and a half later in the middle the, of the night. Oh, yeah. Because she it was, was staying in the room we with asleep. us. We were in the room together. In our room, Come back. Hey, y'all. Acting like nothing had happened, but she had hit the mother load. Yeah. What, you make a bail back in with her or something? I mean, pretty much. A brick? But I'm like, where in the... Yeah. I still don't know to this Dude, day what Jutt, all she did. Jut is nodding vigorously with big eyes when I said brick. She can't... Like, pillowcase full. No. Now, I... No, it wasn't that bad. It was a lot. But it was a lot. It was enough to do you and for the trip. It was a lot. I'm not sure we ever heard really what she did. I mean, know. maybe you did, and I don't remember it, but that, nope. But if that happened today, and I'm 41 years old, I would be panicking, you know, calling the FBI, trying to get to the consulate or whatever. I need some help. My friend is missing. But that's how stupid we were in 2001. <laughs> just like, oh, it's just so and so. She'll be back. Well, look, I mean, in another damn country. Yeah. yeah. This is this is how dangerous is that though? Very. Yeah. Very dangerous. You know, if it hadn't been her. If it hadn't been her, we would have been a little bit more concerned. More She's than just kind of floddy but like that. Or she could take care of herself. Harpoon which, understands what we're talking well, about. I mean, you know, st- I'd still be worried regardless. I, I know, I'd but. I've been tripping out. But yeah. way back then, I mean, we were really just enjoying life. And, you know, I'm, I'm, but, but now as an adult, it's scary as hell to think, how did we not end up dead? I did almost die one time. I think I did die and come back. Alcohol poisoning. It'll do it to you. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I do happen to us one time. We, um, maybe the last time we went to Jamaica, it was in Jamaica. I remember that. We're going through security and I have a really nice watch that the battery's dead right now. I'm kind of pissed off. I ain't been able to wear it in a while. Um, and so we should take off all your jewelry when you go through security, all that kind of stuff. So take it off my rings, take it off my watch, the whole deal. Go through security. They try, they're like, Grab your stuff. Let's go. Let's go. Let's grab my stuff. And in Montego Bay Airport, when you go through security, as soon as you walk through security, it's two escalators going up. And they, when you come off the top of them, you're in the duty-free area. Like you walk off into a duty-free mall, you know. And so we get to the top of the escalators. And, of course, it's Jamaica, so you've been sweating. And I feel like the air conditioning hit, like, the sweat where my watch had been at. I'm like, I, watch, I left my watch down there. So I go back down the escalator. She's like... Tink said, I'm going to be right right in here, you know. It's a 
duty free shop, you know, go back down the escalators, go to the security guy. I'm like, Hey, I had a watch and, um, it wouldn't, it, it, I, I didn't, I didn't get it out of the, the thing. He's like, what look like silver, blue face, continuous movement, second hand. It's really heavy because the divers watch. You ever held that watch before? It's like holding a brick. Oh, oh, I've never <laughs> yeah. seen that watch. Yeah, it's uh, it's got like a, like a tempered. It's a diver's watch. It's waterproof up to like a thousand meters. Yeah, and it's got like a tempered glass on it, so it won't break. I mean, it's super heavy duty. It's really, really heavy. It's not like picking up like a fossil, you know. <laughs> and so he's like, hadn't seen it. I'm like, yeah. well, look, hadn't seen it. <laughs> Puts it in his pocket. What are you talking uh, about? I'm like, well, look, it's a really expensive watch, and I'm not leaving here until I get it back. I said it a lot worse than that. Of course. Because <laughs> I was You weren't hot. as pleasant. I was very upset. Because, I mean, yeah. when I buy something, especially something that's supposed to last forever, I'm going to splash spot on it. You know, you get it and you keep it forever. This watch went around. I was like, get somebody to look at cameras. It was less than two minutes ago. I went up that slitter, came right back down. So we need to find that watch. He reached under the podium, pulled it out, and handed it to me. <gasps> mm. What did he say? No, he just hand, turned his back. Back to work. Because he felt like some people, he probably thought, oh, I'm going to do this. I dare them to come back. Yeah. I'm back. What are we going to do, buddy? <laughs> you know, when you got big ass country guy looking at you, I'm not leaving. Like, watch did you have tomorrow. on an American flag tank top? <laughs> yeah, a mullet and a beer in my hand at the same the time. The tank. You know? <laughs> like, you're not going to fuck like, me. It was, it was, I was dressed like this. It was, it was hot weather. Everybody all right? <laughs> Sounds like a... Yeah, it's like your Saturday night, don't it? (laughs) (laughs) And so, anyway, I go back up the escalator. No tink to be found. Oh. Jeez. I'm like, son of a bitch. So I walk down this this concourse, check out all the shops. No tink to be found. Montego Bay Airport... Not really a small airport. <laughs> no, it's a major tourist area. At airport. least you're in the air conditioned part. Ex- there you go. There you go. It's hot as shit in October, even. even. So all the way down to this sucks. end of the airport. No tinker. Go back in the duty free mall. No tink. I search high and low this airport. They have one smoking area in the airport. I'm like, I'm sure she's not up there. But the thing about it is, it's, on, it's like the only. You just like go up a staircase to the smoking area. It's like a bar and it's fully glassed. So you can see the entire main part of the airport. So I'm like, I can take a I can smoke a cigarette and calm down. <laughs> so I can see if I can see her bright red hair sticking out among all these people, you know, go all the way up there, light a cigarette. And I'm looking, I feel a tap on my shoulder and it's her. I'm like, I go, where the fuck have you been? Oh, shit. Well, they got a thing called Club Mo Bay that you can pay for ahead of time. And when you get to the airport, you, you give you a pass, you yeah. pay for it, and you go in and you get all the food and drinks. Like a lounge, like it for is. the yeah. um, first class lounge. Right. So we'd bought Club Mo Bay. Well, I went on down to Club Mo Bay and I thought you'd be right on. I said, I couldn't be right on. I was looking for you. You said, I'm going to be right here. And you were not there. So here I'm thinking my wife's been trafficked, you know, out of, out of Montego. Because what better place would it be to grab somebody and go across the world with them at a huge international airport? And she could not understand why I was so upset. You know, I've never brought it up to this point. 
Well, so now she's probably still wound tight about your watch. What's that? You still <laughs> wound tight about <laughs> no, your? I watch. I had the watch back. I was worried about losing my watch. No, but I you know, were probably but still, still like still hyped had, up about that. I, you know, you still had all that. You know, you've got your own tripod story. <laughs> oh, I heard that. <laughs> we told that one other night when she was on here. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, dude, I was beside myself. Well, yeah. then was, it was your wife instead of a <laughs> right, a piece of plastic, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, son of a bitch, why? I thought you would just come on down. I was like, no, you told me. You, you said, "quote I'll be right here." Oh man! And she was not two minutes. Poof, gone. Well, if it's if there's any reassurance, once they the traffickers get her, they'll they'll leave her. <laughs> This one won't shut up. What's wrong with her? Yeah, they'll, she's they'll being, leave her. She's being very demanding for or someone who's back, in the rest. Or be like, hey, we'll pay you to take her back. <laughs> That's all right. I've moved on. You can keep her. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's the only time. And, and for somebody like her who is all, I mean, we're super careful when we travel, you know, because you just, you don't know. You go to a foreign country, you don't know what you're getting into. That's you know? true. Reviews say great, but there's, it's like anywhere else. In the world, in New Orleans, there's places that are fun to go to. There's places that you should not go near unless you're from that area and they know you. You know, it's the same way in any country anywhere around the world. Places you go, places you don't go. Um, I when before we went, first, before we went down to the Bahamas first time, um, a buddy of mine, him and his wife went on a cruise and they went to Freeport and I saw and. Uh, he was sending me pictures of the trip. Like, what do you think about this? Is it an area that's kind of sketchy? He's like, man, really nowhere, nowhere as bad as like our local area. Yeah. You know, he said, just watch where you go, you know, keep it, keep an eye on your wallet. You'll, you'll be good. You know? So yeah, that was my one. Our, I think it's probably like our one big misstep of traveling was that. And I couldn't believe it because she's always so careful about everything. This woman buys travel insurance. Oh, you know. she's one of those. <laughs> I don't buy it. I mean, we do just because. No, it, it's never probably smart to do. I've just never bought it. Well, I have a story about my mom in Mexico. <laughs> Jesus. So it was my mom. Did you leave her there? And three, almost. <laughs> I, I, I was, you know, with them, we're all adults, but it was her and th- two friends, two of her friends, and they just brought me with them. This has been like four years ago. We get to fly into Cancun because we were going um, to um, Isla Mujeres, Island of Women. It's just a ferry from Cancun. So you fly in there, and you know, Mexican security or Mexico airport security can be kind of scary, you know, if you don't know what you're, but it's still just regular security if you're coming into the country. So we're going through the thing. And, you know, they're so careful with your luggage when you check a bag, you know. So, you know, it, it, it was not damaged at all. It hadn't been tossed around. Well, security is going through my mom's bag. They found a white powdery substance. So they pull her. She goes to, they put her in the room. with the, and, she, and y'all just have to know my mom. She's like, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know what's going on. She packed the biggest effing container of coffee mate creamer <laughs> the, the dry powdery coffee mate creamer that you can find oh my god and when they were throwing her luggage around sorry that it exploded and so here's this american woman with 
white powdery substance all through her luggage and i'm just like i'm never bringing you anywhere i have to go through security again <laughs> they might not have creamer there I, bring they went, we were staying at a nice ass resort and i'm like i'm sure you're gonna be able to get your creamer it may be actually like good cream yeah you know and not a powdery substance but you know she's how about milk you yeah use I milk? Mean, hey there's a but you know she's anyway but she was just like well i just she could have at least told somebody she's like well i just didn't think a big deal about it i didn't think you know uh really so yeah i mean she almost got arrested wow. like they tested the substance yeah <laughs> make sure it's not explosive and i'm just sitting here like again, who about to throw up because my brother he's army intelligence <laughs> And he's like, you're in charge of mom. Don't, you know, just bring her back, please. He's, he gets anxious. Like, when she went with me to Atlanta a couple of weeks ago, um, he was like, she's not driving, is she? Like, you know, just, you, we, we're the parents, you know, now. And so he's like, you're in charge of her. You, you know, bring her back. And all I could think of was, my God, we are just at the airport. If I have to call him, it, I, anyway. With the end of the trip before it starts. Yeah, or I'll never hear the end of that, even though I didn't do anything. But anyways. Have you ever traveled anywhere else internationally besides Bahamas and, and Ireland? No. Do you remember we went to uh, went through customs going into Ireland? Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Do you remember those guys down there with the M16s? But are we talking into Ireland or France? In Ireland. Ireland. Yes. We go into customs, like entry customs. These dudes are in full... Like woodland camo fatigues with M16 standing next to the entry desk. I'm like, what the fuck? Floor's like, you know, they have like sectarian violence here yeah. for years until it's like, like 20 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. What's your purpose for travel? <laughs> it's like, to drink Guinness. I'm here on vacation. How long? A week. A uh, week. ID. <laughs> okay. Here's my passport. Yeah, they always give you the you one. Know? So they, you know, the Jesus they go, I'm they go. not here looking for work. <laughs> I'm just, you know, just chilling. Just want to get us. Want some haggis? <laughs> Whatever the oh. hell you serve here. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, that, 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 oh. You know, it was it's such a juxtaposition from going to Ireland when you're met with, you know, dudes toting assault rifles. And when you go to, like, the Bahamas, there's a dude playing, like, drums and shit. You know, in in full like reg, like traditional regalia, playing the drums. Hey, welcome! Like, holy shit! Oh <laughs> no! And the Dominican, difference. when you fly in there, they're standing on like like snipers. Except <laughs> no, they are. They're standing on the roof of the damn airport. What's what's the problem and, with Dominican Republic? Haitian relations. Yeah, Haitian relations. Haitian relations. No, I was in the Dominican, and, and like we, you know, I'd never been to the Dominican. It was just a good deal. Yeah. So we went. Yeah, it was. It sucked. But <laughs> that's why it was a good deal. Yeah, I didn't know it. I, I mean, been there, done that. I'm like Dogecoin, like a fourteen dollar trip. Uh, Dogecoin made me money. The Dominican did not. All I ate was bread the whole time. I asked for a hamburger, and they made it with goat, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not down with that. Oh, it's delicious. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. They don't have to answer to. Uh, food and health safety yeah, regulations. America's is top notch. I'm sure the FDA is. Yeah, Fuck I need my FDA. chicken cooked to 165 <laughs> degrees or more. Okay, I don't need it out sunning on the back of somebody's moped because that's how they transport it. No, really, I, it's I went still on delicious. Nope. So yeah, but the Dominican they have they look like their little soldiers standing there with their those guns, machine guns. Mm. It was weird. 
You know, I ate so much goat when we were in, the, in, in Jamaica. Curried goats. Curried goat. Yes, God, my God. <laughs> you I, can get. There's a place in Memphis you can get that, and uh, oxtails. Yeah. Now we would. Uh, the first second night we were down in Jamaica, the last time we went, they're like, we're having um, the restaurants aren't open tonight. We're doing uh, a buffet on the beach. So if you want something to eat tonight, come down. That you can get the beach, or you can get room service. One of the two. I'm like. Get the beach, baby. Let's get this party started, you know. Is this the same place you all, the same company you always travel with? Yes, Sandals. Okay. Yep. This was in Ocho Rios. Okay. And so, well, maybe not. Maybe this was in White House. Can't remember. One of the two. That's the only two we've been to. I want to say this was in, o- no, it went in Ocho because the beach in Ocho is about the size of this table. Oh. It's super little. <laughs> to, be, to, be, to be a beachfront property, they had like no beach, no beachfront. Um, it's kind of like Biloxi. very similar um and so this was in white house jamaica which is like on the south coast of jamaica and so we get down there and there's a dude like one of those um like a a drink cooler you see in a a corner store like the big round thing on the wheels Mm -hmm. he's sitting there it's full of water and coconuts he said you want rum and coconut Hell yeah, I want rum. So he pulls this gigantic machete out and just spins this coconut in his hand while he's whacking this rusty machete toward his hand, you know, pops the top off of it. He goes, he goes you want a coconut? And I said, yes. Yeah. So he pops the top off the coconut and goes, you want rum? I was like, yeah, you'll be heavy handy with it. So he's like, pours like a quarter of this rum bottle into this coconut shell, you know. So I step around on that for a while. It's all gone. And he's like, you want another one? I'm like, keep them coming, buddy. So he <laughs> chopped that one open. By another quarter of a bottle of bottle. He was like up and down, up and down oh. with, a, with a rum bottle, white rum, you know. Mm. And so, yeah, I sucked that one down too. And then it was, it was curried goat and it was all kinds of fish and seafood. Mm. Harpoon, you would have been in love. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> you put a little peanut butter on it and you're ready to go, yeah, right? It sounds great. <laughs> Just bring out the hot sauce. Well, okay, what's the peanut butter? You even listen to the show? I do listen to the show. <laughs> that was when we talked the. Last episode they were on. Oh, I haven't heard the last one that okay. they were on. Uh, yeah. He was a fan of putting everything on pizza. Like he would just take yeah. like, like a, a pizza crust and then just put whatever he wanted to eat on top of it. Oh, yeah. And he was what? Doing a game. They're trying to get weight gain. Yeah, trying to gain some weight. So I was putting lots of protein, anything protein, oh. you know. So it was like shrimp and peanut butter and mixed together. Yeah, tuna fish. Exactly. It was just a, <laughs> yeah, it didn't. God. It, it was no, my- everything. Everything just high as as high protein as I could. Yeah, I was trying to get like a hundred grams in whatever it was. It sounds was like trying. an attack. Yeah, and you well, know it, what kind of attack I mean. Yeah, well, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't stay down. So that's the reason why he was janking me about the peanut butter. Oh, I was giving hell about it. I was like, that is I, so nasty. Am I the crazy one here? Am I the one that thinks this sounds disgusting? No, I love peanut butter, I but I, not I with shrimp. Was... <laughs> yeah. That is, that's some crackhead shit. Well, I mean, the, really, honestly, man, it was the tuna fish that really kind of threw it. It was just too fishy. Everything else was, was okay, really, honestly. It was the tuna fish. Why would you mix that? You know, you would be better off using like a, a, a just a plain powder and making an Alfredo sauce with it. I mean, I was eating a lot of protein powder back then too. I was just trying, you know, I mean, I just had it all just, I had it. So, I mean, I was just, and I, and I'm a pretty easy eater. So I thought, well, maybe I can just eat it all together, but. So that's not going to be a special. No. <laughs> that's a no go. No. Oh man. It was a. <laughs> that was a Saturday, bust. Saturday night special only. <laughs> Harpoon, do you want to tell your international travel story? 
Uh, no. Which one? I don't know. What <laughs> the Canada about. one? Um, last last <laughs> time you said a different time. I don't know if this is the right time or not. I don't know, man. It's, I've been to Canada a couple times. So which? What was the that? one where you were a kid, or you were in school at least? The school trip. <clears throat> well, I went up there with the French club in school, and um, there was we we drove up the East Coast. To, you drove to Canada from here. Yeah, in a in a bus. I mean, it's like a big charter a yellow, bus. Oh, a charter bus. A charter bus, a charter. you know. I mean, there was like, it was the, the whole, it had teachers that were with us. And obviously, you know, I mean, it was 20 people, whatever. And we were going to go up there to Quebec. And we did. And, you know, of course, we made our way up through. And we, st- you know, stopped along the way at all the hot spots up the East Coast. Came in f- through New York and then drove over. And um, when we get, so when we get into Quebec, uh, it's been, it had been snowing. And it was absolutely beautiful city. And so um, a couple of the guys, after we all had our night dinner together and everything, and then, you know, you were kind of had, you were supposed to have like an hour to walk around the city and then everybody come back to the room, you know, you're like, so you could be down, they could head check like at nine or something. <clears throat> so me and a couple of the guys were walking through the city and then we, Somebody had the idea, you know, there's a liquor store just every all all over the place. So well, let's just see, man, if they'll sell us something. So walk in. Um, hey, can we buy something? Sure. I was like, okay. Well, they said they would. Well, let's just grab a bottle of wine because nobody really knew anything much about whatever. So we grabbed this big bottle of wine. And, and then, you know, so we decided that um, we're going to take it, you know, over here. There was like a um, an overlook that had cannons that from way back, um, you know, I guess a long time ago, whatever, that were just kind of monuments and that kind of overlooked the valley of the city. And on our, we were going to go up there and, and we we're just going to pass the bottle back and forth. There was just three of us. And, and we decided along the way that we stopped in this other store and bought these big foot long clown cigars, you know, like the big, <laughs> you know, it looked like Andre the Giant's ring would fit around. I mean, you know, like the big, you know, big one footer. And we each got one of those. So we thought, oh, man, we're super cool. We got cigars and we got wine and here we go. So so we went up there to the uh, to the monument area and and we were walking out towards the edge and step off in like a five foot snow drift, you know, and all you can see is just heads popping up <laughs> over, the, over the snow and everybody's already like, oh, my gosh, man, we, you know, this may not be a good idea, but. So we made it over to an area that we could sit in, and we that's what we did. We passed this big bottle back and forth, and we lit up these clown cigars. And the next thing you know, man, one of the guys with us is absolutely blotto. He is hammered. And his parents were part of the oh, no. chaperone group. <clears throat> and um, so anyway, man, it was a uh, – I mean, of course, he's all stumbly and stuff, and this is a school trip, of course, you know, and and um, so we're like going, oh my gosh, you know, we were all three buzzing, man, you know, I mean, hell, we weren't drinking back then, and we certainly weren't smoking or anything like this, you know, and and um, so it was a it was a it was a big deal getting him back into because he was staying in the room with his parents, <laughs> oh, <God>. okay, <laughs> and and I had to kind of be the one kind of walk him up to the door, you know. And, I lean him on the door and knock, and then I ran. <laughs> <You> <laughs> just pushed you know, him through the door. You know, but um, so yeah, man. It it, it was it, the rest of the trip, man. We were all on sanction. It was it was a it was a bad trip, but it was a lot of fun though, man. It was really a lot of fun. That was a good trip. It was it was a really it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it really was. I think the best one I ever heard. <clears throat> I wasn't involved in it. Uh, this was when I was in high school. 
and there was an organization that like three or four of my buddies were in and Dingo. Yeah. So they all go, it was him and a couple of my friends were in this organization at school that I, I wasn't in. So they went to do the, like this state competition or whatever it was for this, for this organization. And so, uh, they get there and of course there was no cell phones or anything then. So I had to hear all about this on like Monday because they were gone for the weekend. So Monday I get to school. He's like, I'm not going to believe what happened Friday night when we got there Thursday night, whatever it was. I'm like, what? He goes, Brittany, I'll put it on her last name. Uh, Brittany got sent home. I was like, for what? <laughs> Sneaking wine coolers, man. <laughs> I was like, dude, what? This is like showing my nineties now. He's like, yeah. He goes, we got there. He goes, and apparently she couldn't keep her mouth shut or somebody had saw them or something. There's like two or three of them involved in it. Two or three girls involved in it. So the minute they like get there and like get checked in, they got like five minutes and the teacher's like, room check. Oh, what we got? They hit them behind the toilet. So I just made Amateurs. <laughs> you put them in the toilet. You put them in the back. Oh, wow. um, but yeah, so he's like, the other parents got called. Had, this was the, the capital. They had to drive all the way to the capital. Ooh. And they got called at like eight o'clock at night. So all the way there and then all the way back. Come get your kid. I'd have been like, I'll see y'all in the morning. Man. I'm, like, I'm going to yeah. don't call <laughs> them. Their safety. I'm going to sleep it off. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't call them. I'll just start walking now. I'm back for, for, for school on Monday. Don't worry about it. Just let, let me go. So, yeah. Any good, any good school travel stories for you, Brandy? Oh, tons, but we'll save mine for later. Okay. Because I was a high school teacher for seven years, remember? Oh, I didn't know that. How in the hell did you not know that? I'm dumb, dumb. Yeah. Anything else tonight? What'd you teach? Culinary arts, man. I uh, see. I don't even think I knew that either. <laughs> oh, oh, it was when I lived away. I thought you were like teaching English or something. I didn't know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I use words good. <laughs> uh, I was the teacher that had Fun Friday, where we would do like Iron Chef games and get drunk, watch movies. Yeah, and stuff. I know about those movies. No, Bang. I wouldn't show porn at school. No, the banana movies. Oh. <laughs> I just said I wouldn't show that at school. Anyways, no. You I think, was a fun teacher. I'm sure you were. I really was. You're the cool teacher that smokes weed with the kids, right? I did not hang with them. I had, my, my thing was, I've got plenty of friends I don't need anymore. Because they wanted to hang with me. I'm sure they right. did. It's true. Really? I barely made it in. <laughs> I was super close. <laughs> Y'all are such assholes. You keep coming back? You keep inviting me. You would say no if you don't want to come. Well, I felt like I needed to be here. You do. Exactly. I can read between the lines. But <laughs> and those three fat fingers I, trying to come up. I can't put them together. <laughs> I got the claw. <laughs> like, that riff be working hard. <laughs> like, what in the hell is that? This many. Yeah. No. I like hanging out with the boys. You should. Oh. Yeah. I wish Joe would talk more. He's had a hard day. I wish I was a more interesting person. You are. So you are. We just get a few more beers in. You'll be ready to go. That's uh, what it is, man. We need to shotgun. I got a few beers. more. <gasps> you got sixteen ounces. We got to go shotgun a couple. Shotgun a couple and then come back for a time sake. <laughs> you want me to just foam into the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> get that knife out of the tree. How many shotgun beers, yeah. man? Do you think we've done in our lifetime? God, not enough. Apparently. <laughs> 
more shotguns than I own. <laughs> if there's bushes out front, Judd will end up in them. <laughs> Don't they always? Only if it's Barbara. <laughs> oh. <laughs> On that note, we're going to call it a night. Harpoon, Jut, Brandy, thank y'all so much for coming on. Bingo. Really appreciate it. Peace. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Go by tripodbroadcasting.com and check out all of our shows. You got Matt and Addison over there. Give it some thought. Rick and the boys at Barnhill Outdoors and Aaron and I have the high ground. Also, be sure to go by and see our sponsors, evils.com, E-A-B-L-E-S. Stop by there, pick up some premium CBD products. Use the discount code HANGO for 15% off. Also, swing by mydelta8.com. The 8 is spelled out. Check out what they got going on over there. Again, thank y'all so much for coming. I love all y'all. And I love all y'all listening out there. Have a great night, and we'll see you next time. Bye.